A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Today, we've got a great story of malicious compliance with a Karen calling corporate to complain about a worker, unknowingly to that worker's wife. But first, I'm a federal employee, sorta. Last night, my whole family went shopping. I rode along in my uncle's car, so to allow my grandmother to ride with my parents. We lost them after a couple of turns, and then I get a call from my mom. They've been stopped by law enforcement and are being extorted. Pretty common from where I'm from. We're in the process of getting back to them when I get another call. They're free to go. Back home a couple of hours after that, we get the whole story. My dad gets stopped and the cops pull some story out of their butts as a way to scare them into giving them money. Think, the fine will be very expensive and we're just trying to make it easier for you. My dad just sat in his place and kept saying to the officer, he didn't care, and to write him up the fine if he had to. The officer starts trying to intimidate him saying, please, I need a document with your place of residence. Where do you work? He says, here's my identity document. As for work, I was employed in the federal government for 15 years. I wished I was there to see the cops trying to collect themselves right before telling my dad it was all a misunderstanding and he could go. He was a federal employee for 15 years, alright, in a federal dependency, in charge of handling transactions related to social assistance and welfare. He was a bank clerk for 15 years. For the government, of course. Honestly, it's so sad to me to hear of places where the cops are going to pull you over, not because they, you know, see a taillights busted, that you seem to be in trouble. No, because they want to take money from you. I can't remember what country it was from, but I remember seeing a video of somebody who's driving in traffic, and if you don't want to sit there and wait all day in the traffic, you have to constantly hand cash out to the police officers standing in the road who's otherwise directing traffic. They'll usher you along real quick, but there's like five, six, seven police officers you keep handing money to out the window so they keep ushering you along. It's crazy. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, you either got it or you don't. Some quick little malicious compliance that's like 80% malicious, 20% compliant. I'll leave the interpretation to Reddit Nation. I take orders at your local Mendy's, American fast food at its American Est. When Daniel Tosh talked about those people from Nebraska who were too busy to be offended by his jokes because they're too busy stuffing their face with fried mayonnaise balls, yeah, we probably serve those. But I digress. I'm taking orders as usual, and every once in a while a customer will order an item I need to double check on. It was 11.11pm, make a wish, and a customer ordered two small chocolate Mrosties. So, being after 11pm, our Mrosty machine was down for the evening, but it may just have a couple of small chocolates left, I just needed to check. I said, sir, hold on one second, let me check on the Mrosties. The man who sold the world and then subsequently refused to buy any manners quipped, what do you mean you gotta check? You either got it or you don't. Enter malicious compliance. My reply goes like this, you're totally right, sir, looks like we don't. The customer continues his order and goes frostyless. I mean, mrostyless. The kicker, come to find out we totally did have that delicious soft serve. Ah, low stakes and petty. Just how I like it. 
Needless to say, if you're going to roll up to a Morosti's or any other fast food chain with an attitude, you can almost guarantee that the ice cream machine is going to be broken. People don't get paid enough in those jobs to bend over backwards for your ungrateful self. Our next job is, sure, we can wait for contract approval. At my former employer, a new policy was put into place that all contracts had to be reviewed and approved by legal before anyone could sign them. No minimum dollar amount, no exceptions for ongoing or routine agreements, every single contract had to be approved. Before this, we only had approval for anything above $10,000, so this was a really huge change in operations. So of course, no one who was affected by the policy was involved in making the policy. My department, which was focused on community engagement and involvement, had a lot of small routine contracts of about $50 to $100 that were basically an essential part of doing business. Think like a contract to sponsor a high school event or to attend a breakfast in return for advertising. Most of the asks we got had about two to six week timeframes of needing to be involved. But since they were things we did every single year, it wasn't a big deal because we knew it was coming. Well, I questioned if we had to have these approved, and yes, we did. Cue malicious compliance. See, before anything could go legal, it also had to be approved by the division vice president and HR. So I started getting my requests and put together a cover sheet of who needed to approve it and where to route it once approved with dates. I got the request, gave my approval, routed it on, and waited. Two months later, when I finally got the approval from legal, I had great joy in replying to all on the approval chain. The deadline to be involved in this opportunity has passed. After about three events in a row that we were noticeably absent from, yet all of our competitors attended, which would have cost us maybe $200 total to be involved in, We were told we could use our discretion on routine events. There's nothing somebody higher up that has no idea how things function loves to do more than making sure that they can review every little thing that does happen below them. They've never done that work, they've never been involved in that work, they don't understand the pitfalls of wrapping everything up in red tape. But God forbid we've got to get this place ship shape and we've got to review everything. It's almost the equivalent of expecting YouTube to hire moderators for comments and any comment cannot be posted on any video without going through moderator review. It doesn't make much sense and it's going to just hold things up way too long, right? Our next story is, we're going to the wedding in 10 minutes. You better be in your suit. Today, someone said the magic trigger word, underoos. This is the story of how such a simple word triggers embarrassment, laughter, and joy in my extended family. It's 1983. Return of the Jedi introduced the world to Twi'leks, a race of beings with two large tentacles coming out of their head. My cousin Mike probably saw Return of the Jedi a dozen times opening weekend. He knew all of the lines by heart and could reenact the movie quite faithfully. A few months after the movie came out, Uncle Simon was getting married. Mike was the ring bearer. Uncle Simon is very strict about punctuality, but he was also the class clown. Allegedly, Uncle Simon reminded Mike's parents, be sure to come on time, being ring bearer is very important. Mike's parents told Mike to get in your formal wear, we leave in X minutes. Mike came downstairs, his pants are knotted at the ends, his jacket is stuffed in his pants, his dress shirt is tied around his neck like a chain. His pants are belted onto his head. His Superman underoos are prominently displayed for all to see. 
He's doing an interpretive dance and saying he's dancing in Jabba's palace, just like in Return of the Jedi. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. His parents are sick of his smart aleck ways, and given Simon's reminder, take Mike as is to the wedding. Uncle Simon understands technicalities and the double dose this is. He's also a joker and thinks it's hilarious. Mike thinks he's the man for tricking all the old people and all the compliments he's getting for his underoos. The elders are in various states of appallment, condemnation, or mirth. The latter commensurate with their alcohol consumption. Now, this wedding didn't have a whole video production like they do in modern weddings. However, we still had pictures including many family photos. Family photos with one person prominently in underoos. Pictures that sat in various photo albums, many undisturbed for decades. Mike's kid sister Maya is generally polite and well-behaved. Having two older brothers, she learned to throw down with the best of them, physically and verbally. She's also been cataloging their parents' belongings. Dad passed, mom moved in with her, including scanning many old photos. Years ago, we're all at Maya's house for Thanksgiving. Mike's being a jerk and makes fun of Maya for her wild child days. Maya retorts, That's rich coming from you, underoos. Mike doesn't know what she's talking about, and she starts explaining. Mike realizes what she's talking about, but denies it. Mike's kids think it's hilarious that Daddy used to run around in his Superman underwear at weddings. Mike is very embarrassed, but doubles down. Oh yeah? Picks or it didn't happen. Well, since you put it that way, Maya pulled up her phone, furiously tapped the screen, and then everyone's phone rings. To this day, you can whisper, underoos, and we'll all start giggling like idiots. I'm just impressed that somebody can be a kid and pull this off, and as they grow up, grow to be ultra shameful of that. It's almost disappointing. It's like the movie Hook, for anybody that's seen that movie, where all the Lost Boys are upset because Peter Pan forgot and moved on and is embarrassed about being Peter Pan and being in Neverland. It's like you went and you grew up and you got less fun and you forgot about all the fun things you did when you were young. That said, our final story of the day is, tell the driver he's terrible? Yes, of course. Reminded of this by another post here of family members working at the same place. Many years ago, other half and I worked at the same company, but in completely different departments. My other half worked in sales as a salesman and driver, taking out products on his own local route. There were 13 other local routes in that department, fresh product delivered daily. The customer base on my other half's department is small businesses. Corner shops, sandwich shops, takeouts, eateries. 
that kind of thing. These small customers would have had orders ranging from $10 to $50 at a time. I worked in the offices, predominantly working with the distanced national and international customers, very large businesses in the food industry that most people have certainly heard of, for frozen product delivery. Their orders were in the range of $80,000 to $100,000 per month, ordering pallets over pallets of product. I managed their orders and the accounts, doing the age debt collecting on those. One thing I learned at this place that has stayed true at every other job I've had, the small fry customers are the ones that complain the most and the loudest. Due to the nature of the job, I had to take phone calls, a mixture of the large customers haggling to pay their debts later, sprinkled with the local corner shops, calling to complain. I took a call one morning from Karen, of course, complaining that her delivery was short, the driver was horrible, and a piece of work and should be fired. She's always having the same problem with this driver. He's never on time. He's surly, rude, and I should tell the driver to buck his ideas up or they're never ordering product from us again. She made some choice words about the driver, screaming, swearing, the whole nine yards. I ask the business name and the business location. The location by the area tells me which route they're on before I even look up their account. Once I have the business name, I already recognize them as a problem customer. They've actually been moved from one neighboring route to another due to issues. Read, many sales drivers refusing to have anything more to do with them. Karen continues to rant while I do due diligence to look up their account. Karen says, so what are you going to do about it? I want the driver reprimanded immediately. My order was short of this product and that product. He was late. He wouldn't comp or refund the missing products. He's a C and an F, blah, blah. I say, well, I'm super sorry about that. Let me fix this for you. I see your order on my screen here, and I also see your handwritten faxed order that was scanned in. Those products aren't on your order, I'm afraid. The driver can't credit items that weren't ordered. She says, yes, I did. I want compensation, and the driver fired. I say, I see. Let me dig into this a little further. Right, I see there's been a lot of credits in your account already. Also lining up to your orders that didn't include those credited products in the past. That's rather odd. Important to note, it was normal for the local drivers to sometimes put in credits to keep the smaller customers quiet and on board. Sometimes production issues happen. Ordered products are short or not available that day. The business had a whole philosophy that the customer was always right and to keep them happy. I was in the business for debt collecting, completely opposite to that, and had the power to place customers on hold. They got nothing until they paid up. I noticed that this customer hasn't paid their bills for over six weeks. They now fall under my remit. Karen says, your driver's lying. I know what I've ordered. Your drivers are always doing this and he was a rude F. I want the driver reprimanded and fired or I'm never ordering again. Given that they've been a problem account for quite some time, I decide to comply. I say, you know, I'll follow this up for you. I can't speak to the driver right now as they're out delivering, but I'll reprimand the driver tonight over dinner at home. Karen, silent first, says, wait, what? My other half is six foot two, built like a brick outhouse. He isn't a doormat, but is also the most chill and least rude person I've ever known. I say, we take this very seriously and don't wish to lose your business. We're very sorry to hear you're unsatisfied, and I do see you've had similar problems in the past. 
Unfortunately, I don't have the authority to fire my other half, but here's what I can do. As your account is now an aged debt, I'll place your deliveries on hold, and I promise you won't see that driver until the account is fully audited and paid in full. Karen says, he's your husband? I don't think we need to go that far. I say he is, but that isn't relevant. I insist we look into your complaint and take it seriously. I'll order a personal audit of your accounts, as all these credits for product not included in your past orders is concerning. I'll get this all straightened out for you. If you decide to take your business elsewhere after the audit is complete and the account settled, we'll be sorry to see you go, but completely understand your stance if we can't find a resolution. Karen splutters, mumbles that it's all okay, she was having a bad day and it's not all that bad. I say I know, don't worry, let me audit this and get you a final correct total, and the driver won't bother you again until the account is square and you're happy with the service. The aftermath is the customer's aged bill came in at $150 more for items that were credited to keep them happy and quiet. When she still insisted to complain that they weren't getting product they didn't order in the first place and tried to make out my other half was terrible at his job. They didn't get any orders till the account was paid in full, and the customer never made a peep again. Husband continued to deliver to them after the audit and settling the bill, and always walked in there with a big smile. Moral of the story, which? Be careful who you lie and complain to, because that's going to bite you in the butt one day. It's impressive to do business with this company that is not a minor company by any means, And as a business owner yourself, actually try to blatantly cheat and steal from them with not including things and asking for credits? I mean, you're already mutually supporting each other. Why would she keep trying to pull one over and trying to cheat this other company that's giving them product? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy story of malicious compliance, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 